Welcome to Center Stage with international opera star Pamela Kuhn. And now, here is your host, Pamela Kuhn. Good morning, everyone, and the curtain is up on Center Stage, the show about the arts and the artists behind their work. My listeners know how excited I am about the medium of film. I crave those moments when I am seated in a darkened theater anticipating the reveal of a new moving image. And we have no shortage of filmmakers and studios in this area. From Ron Howard to Blue Sky Studios, the area just outside of New York City is rich in creative talent. But many feature filmmakers did not find success immediately with the latest blockbuster. They embraced the genre of short films as their entree into the complicated negotiation of success in Hollywood. It's interesting to me when we watch awards programs like the Oscars and are reminded of the power of the various short film awards. Today, the genre is becoming more of a focus as we watch miniature but powerful representations of subject matter that, in less than 15 minutes, tease us of the work of feature films that are yet to come from that particular director. Let's remember that directors such as Steven Spielberg with Amblin and Sofia Coppola with her short Lick the Star were put on the map of genius. Short films are a revolution in communication to the masses. From music video, politics, business, student films, or indie art house, the strength of the short film is about something much larger now. It's about culture, values, and communication. And in this day of YouTube and Facebook, a short film can prove to be timeless. Recently, I met with the manager of the Irvington Town Theater, Gregory Allen, and the festival director of the All Shorts Irvington Film Festival, Lori Chalk, to discuss their upcoming film festival of critically acclaimed short films. This is their second season, with this festival, which will be presented in two parts. Part one premieres this Saturday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. I have had an inside view to three of the short films being shown, and I can honestly say that this is a little festival that is thinking big. I have both Lori and Gregory plus two of the film faker- makers from the festival in the studio today to paint the canvas for us on why we need to be visiting the Irvington Town Theater Short Film Festival. Good morning, Lori and Greg. First of all, thanks for being on Center Stage. Well, thank you, Pam, and good morning to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. You two are movers and shakers in the world of short film, as I understand. Go ahead, Lori. I guess we are. We are. <laughs> we are um, both of us are filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of us make short films. Uh, Greg recently had a short film that went on the film festival circuit. Um, I had feature length films on the film festival circuit. Wow. Put the two of us together, and we said, "Hey." We have a gorgeous theater in Irvington, New York. We have experience in film. We have experience showing films in Irvington. Let's... Let's just Let's start do it. Sh- all short Let's festival. do it. And, you know, one of the things I love is that your shorthand for this is as if. <laughs> this brings back memories of me to the film Clueless with Alicia Silverstone when t- she's fighting off the geeks. Yeah? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what we love about with as if is that we can use it as our tagline for so many different things. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we you will see on our posters. And it makes people stop and go, 
what do they mean by that? But uh, it catches their eye, and it makes them go and look up our website then. I love it. How many films do you have in this festival? Uh, This premiere for this season, we have 10 films. And what is particularly exciting about this is that we had hundreds of submissions from all over the world. And we chose 10 films, and it was tough to choose 10 we had a lot of excellent films submitted. And for us, in just our second year of this festival, I mean, it's really an honor to have these filmmakers submit to us. Mm-hmm. And um, it also is an endorsement of what we were determined to do from the get-go with this festival, which was to have a festival that respected filmmakers, because mm-hmm. uh, we understood what it was like to go to film festivals, to have a festival that respected the audience and have a festival that really set the bar high for many reasons, because we love the genre of film, um, and, but also because we're in the New York metropolitan area. And right. if we were going right. to attract an audience, we we knew we had to have top of the line, a top of the line festival with the best films made. Oh, this is marvelous. So this is the second year you've done this. The first year, I suppose, was was your great kind of, you know, opening, I mean, arousal for this this kind of genre. How did it go? Well, I, I think that the first year was it was a great success for us. I mean, anytime you start a, a new endeavor, you're not sure what you're you're judging that by. Mm-hmm. But I think it was wonderful. We also had a history already of presenting films within the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori and a committee for seven years did a best of film series, mm-hmm. and it was feature films, and then every year they would do the Oscar shorts. And we noticed that the patrons loved the Oscar shorts because they would come, watch them, vote on their favorite one. So my, I'm, I'm entering my third season now, um, being the manager of the theater. And I guess it was around, after my first year, I was on the film festival circuit, and I said to Lori, I'm like, this is something that we really should be doing. This would be great. You already are doing the Oscar shorts. Let's let's really lift up those short filmmakers mm-hmm. and, and do this. And we had three last year. We cut back this year. We're going to do two, one in the fall and one in the spring. Um, it's a one-night-only type of screening, and yeah. it's – we got such amazing feedback from filmmakers last year saying, look, I'm on the film festival circuit. I go to so many, and you really know how to treat short filmmakers, which was important to us. Oh, this is fantastic. So this is going to be in two parts, the first part being in the fall here and the second in the spring. Yes, April 22nd is the second one. How marvelous. So we're very excited that we actually have with us as well one of your filmmakers. And he is a man that's known to many. This is an actor turned filmmaker who has worked with some of the most elite directors in Hollywood, from Robert Redford, Barry Sonnenfeld, Christopher Nolan, and Catherine Bigelow, just to name a few. This is Frederick Lena, who we actually have on the phone right now, and you will know him because he's got that dignified, good-look American boy thing going for him. He has been on such television series as Lost, Supernatural, Law and & Order, and Blue Bloods. And my favorite part for him in Ordinary People, Frederick, you're with us right now. Yeah, hi. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for being on Center Stage. Pleasure. I'm really looking forward to the uh, festival. Oh, I I can imagine you are. And I saw your film. I want to see that theater, the old town hall theater. Oh, it's fantastic. It's It's like 120 years old or something. And it's like a little miniature, isn't it, Greg? It is. It was based on the Forts Theater when they designed it. They based it to look on the Forts Theater in Washington. And has mm-hmm. that beautiful old world fee- feel, Frederick. You'll, you'll love it. But I've just so got. Are, are people going to be sitting in the boxes? 
not too close to the stage, but absolutely. <laughs> and, and don't worry, you'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so your film, Shy Guys, I, I was privy to see. And I have to say, what a clever film. It's absolutely excellent. This is about two men in a men's room trying to find the ability to pee when they are pee shy. I don't want to give away too much about the film, but what you did in eight minutes conjured up an array of emotional and psychological development with with such humor and insight. Plus, you have Tony Award winner Reed Birney as one of your stars. Two weeks after after we shot the thing, he went out and won the Tony Award to help promote it. (laughs) And look at that. Wasn't that nice of him? He's a great guy. Is he a friend of yours? And you know, the the funny thing is, is that the guy I wrote it for... Mm -hmm. Turned me down. He, he wasn't even a professional actor, and it devastated me. Oh and no! It just, it just goes to show you that sometimes what you think is a really bad thing in your life turns out to be a real gift. <laughs> um, I didn't know Reed. I love telling this story, um, but when uh, the other actor Blake DeLong suggested Reed Bernie, I said, "Well, Leo, yeah, and I'll, I'll replace you with Leo DiCaprio." <laughs> uh, but then I remembered that about eight years ago. I walked out of an audition in New York, mm-hmm. and there's half a dozen guys waiting in the waiting room, you know, to go on in. And as I'm walking by, one of them points at me and goes, you're a great actor. Oh, nice. We shook hands, and he said, my name's Reed Bernie. So I figured that was enough of an in. Oh, so I, uh, what a wonderful story. a friend of a friend, and 15 minutes later, he called me back. He said, I love this. Let's do it. So. And he's gone. And on, that, he's been featured that, in House of Cards um, as Donald Blythe. I think he's in our person. minds for that right now. Yeah, wonderful turn as an actor there. How fantastic! Six degrees of separation—you never know. It's good to have friends. Yeah, it is. But you've been in this business a long time, Fred, haven't you? Not forty years. Yeah. yeah. And, and I started off playing privates in the army and I, and my rank moved up over the years and I finally I finally played my first four star general. So. <laughs> You're going up through the ranks. That's just great. Um so what what was your motivation for this film? Well I just you know, hopefully it doesn't it's not as stupid as it sounds when you explain it to people, but you did a nice job. <laughs> Thank you. So, that it does go a little deeper than, you know, bathroom humor. It goes very Mostly deep. I just wanted people to laugh. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not about sexual repression or this may not make sense to anybody who hasn't seen the film yet. But mm-hmm. It's not about sexual repression or child abuse or anything like that. It's It just boils down to two human beings making a connection. That's right. That's right. And, and you that's did it what very well. the world right place. Oh, um, my gosh. What an and achievement. And I wanted people to laugh. And I understand that you have co-directed another film uh, in 2015 called Treasure Map. Yeah, well, that was part of, a, you know, about a year ago, I got bored with my acting career, and I, I took a filmmaking class, editing class, I bought a camera, joined a screenwriting group, mm-hmm. and uh, that other film was, was actually our class assignment in my filmmaking class. Um, you know, we just went out into the woods one day, spent eight hours, and shot a film, uh, you know, that was more like a class assignment than my, my debut as a director. I'm a little uh, a little surprised that it showed up on IMDb, <laughs> to be honest. Wow, but that's marvelous. I mean, it's all towards your work. Um, I think you're going to go far with Shy Guys. Uh, I'm going to predict that right now. It, it is a it's beautiful It's doing really balance. well. Uh, we've, uh, we're have we 
We're in seven film festivals this month. Uh-huh. I was in four over the past weekend, and I got back from Memphis yesterday for Indie Memphis, which is voted one of the 25 coolest film festivals in the world. <laughs> and uh, Shy Guys won the Special Jury Award. Oh, wow. that's fantastic. Great. Why is Memphis such a, a cool place for the film festival? I don't know. Well, the festival is cool. I didn't. I wasn't there long enough to see if Memphis was cool or not, but Elvis is from there, so how uncool <laughs> can it be? Um, but the festival was really nicely run, and the quality of the films there were better than most that I've seen, certainly. Wonderful. Uh, but I can vouch for these two people sitting with me right now, Laurie Chalk and Gregory Allen. The, the Irvington Film Festival is going to be of the highest caliber, even with films from Iran. And the Iranians are coming out with quite a few films at this point, aren't they? Yes, and the, the films are really well-made and mm-hmm. compelling films. Um, just Fred... Uh, yeah. One of the reasons why, as if, All Shores Irvington Film Festival is going to maybe beat out Memphis as the coolest <laughs> festival and the <laughs> festival that treats its filmmakers the best um, is, among other reasons, we're having an after party that's um, where Slovenia Vodka is going. Where there's a special tasting with, by Slovenia Vodka, and that's a vodka that is a project of... Mikhail Brishnikov and Bill Murray and um, Peter Kelly, who's a restaurateur. So, hey. Well, you just convinced me to get a hotel overnight. <laughs> this Instead is of the fantastic. hour drive back home. Uh, well, I'll look on your website and see if you have any suggestions for where to stay. Okay, we'll we'll take care of you in that way, um, Frederick Lynn. Well, you got a, you got a spare bedroom. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we do. <laughs> when everyone in Greenwich hears a, who a you spare are, bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> The Shy Guys will go on. Frederick Lynn, I want to thank you for being with us this morning, and good luck to you as a filmmaker and as an actor. I'm sure, you know, now that you played a four-star general, you'll be up to president soon. <laughs> so we'll, we'll look for that in the next series or, or movie. But thank you so much. We love your work, and we do admire you, and best of luck in all, all of these festivals. Well, you're very sweet. We're honored to uh, be screened at your festival, and I'm really looking forward to it and to meeting you. You're brilliant, Frederick. See you Saturday. Everybody, come on out to As If. Yeah. <laughs> so, Greg and Lori, what what are the biggest challenges for these filmmakers? And you can speak for that personally. You know, it's tough to get your film shown. Oh, it, it absolutely is, and I think every step along the way, it, and we have different categories because we have narrative, we have documentaries, we have animation. Um, everyone's journey is a different type of journey, mm-hmm. and for for me, I'm a narrative filmmaker, so it's it's writing that script and telling that story in you know ten minutes or something, um, getting that cast together, finding your locations, all of that mm-hmm. is just as hard for an indie small filmmaker as it is for a feature film. Right, and once you do that and you go through your post-production with your editor then trying to get you know it's like how do i get it out there how do i get people to see it and the festivals are the best way to to touch different people's lives Mm -hmm. by them seeing your films and i would say also the biggest obstacle Mm -hmm. is money Mm -hmm. uh because uh it it there is a budget to making a film, and um, and it's hard to raise money for a short film. It's hard mm-hmm. to raise money for a feature-length film as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it still costs money, even though it's short. That's right. And we see the economy of these filmmakers. You know, oftentimes they produce, write, do the music – 
and, of course, direct. I mean, they have all the power, which is actually a good thing, isn't it? You know, it's interesting that you're saying that. It's both a good thing and not a great thing. And and we had some films, and far from all of them, it was Mm -hmm. a small segment of films where it was clear that it was a single person doing everything. And what you miss is the collaboration. And you can feel that Mm. the collaboration isn't there. Because in a creative project like making a film – um, having that creative energy and sharing of that is important to the outcome. Mm-hmm. And it was really clear, the films, where it was just somebody sitting and doing everything by themselves. You, it, it felt they, Those films felt empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, just to step on what Lori said about the budgeting, um, I sat on a panel with Fred, a filmmaker's panel, um, a, a few months ago, which is how I met him. Oh. And that's when I said you need to get this film into as if I really hope you submit this up to as if um, without sharing what we both spent on our budgets. You could tell from that, that, that um, evening of who spent what, and we both kind of both approach it the same way. So you've got to raise those funds so that you get your, your film to a certain caliber as well. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, So tell us um, how, how many films are made on iPhones? I will say it looks like um, of the films that were submitted, I would say about 7%. Really? Mm-hmm. And the, cal- the, quanti- uh, quantity is that, uh, the quality is that good? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easy. <laughs> the quality wasn't necessarily that good. But you could tell. You could mm-hmm. feel it when it was somebody saying, I'm – Pamela, one of the things that was also surprising with this small segment of films, mm-hmm. um, the ones that felt like they were shot on an iPhone, uh, was almost the hubris of these people to go out and say, I have something where I can capture moving image, so therefore I'm a filmmaker, mm-hmm. without having film language and, um, and editing and just the language of what, what you need to make a film mm-hmm. and – that was clearly missing in the films that were shot by just one person saying, I'm a filmmaker because so, I have something I can capture the, the moving image on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell you for me, I mean, my when I've made a film, the money went into getting that great DP and that crew. You want those people who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was my first film. I came from a theater background. I brought people that along with me from the theater, and we meshed with the people with film. So we approached it in a much different way. But I needed those guys that knew exactly what those shots were going to look like and had the right equipment mm-hmm. and the good equipment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me take a moment here and get back to the Irvington Town Theater, Town Hall Theater. Correct. We're okay, right above the me. Town Hall. We're part of the Town Hall, yes. The Irvington Town Hall Theater. So this has been this theater has been around for how many years? 1902 is when it was built. Wow. So, uh, and it and it was the hall where everything, I mean, it was the hub of the village. That's where everything happened. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the old pictures, there wasn't rows of chairs like as a theater. There was still the stage. But um, we have pictures where they're having like, I guess it's like the firemen's um, right. uh, a dinner or things that would happen inside of there. So a lot of things happened up in this space. 
And you've been in our space. It used yes. to be that you would go through those main doors on Main Street. Right. There was huge staircases that took you up, and that was way before, of course, the elevator was put in at the <laughs> back of the building. All right, folks, we've got another filmmaker for you on the telephone. This is Gleb Osatinsky, writer, director, and producer. He's showing his quite brilliant yet disturbing short film, The Quantified Self, at this festival. Gleb, you're with us. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm sorry there was a problem with the connection. Don't worry. Don't Uh, worry. We go through that all the time. That's fine. (laughs) You're a filmmaker. You found a way. Um, You have directed two shorts before The Quantified Self and have won awards for your 2013 film, The House at the Edge of the Galaxy. Are you concerning yourself mostly with uh, science fiction? Um, I like science fiction. um, And whenever I try to deviate from it somehow inevitably I'm coming back to it anyhow so uh, <laughs> and I, I just give up and I basically um, have the story that reminds me of science fiction and yet something from the reality uh, that surrounds us on every, uh, every day so um, I, just, I just basically let it flow and uh, whatever story comes out of uh, the process I'm embracing it and and at the end, if, it, if it's good, I'm making a film out of it. So that's well, how it works. Well, I have to tell you, the atmosphere in the quantified self seems to hold us in stasis, right down to the pedal point of music. Was was that your plan? I mean, to me, it had a kind of Stanley Kubrick tone. Thank you so much. Uh, um, yeah, I, I I didn't think about Kubrick. I was thinking about Ivan Berman uh, somehow. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I I was greatly influenced by his work. I watched probably all of his films, and I read his autobiography. You know, I liked his minimalistic style. And uh, when I um, was looking for locations with my cinematographer, we were struck by this incredible location um, in Athens. Um, in Athens? Was yeah, it was um, in Hudson Valley, uh, not far away from New York, Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, it's... Uh, it, it was beautiful, and you know the only, yeah, it was very spacious and empty, and uh, it, it had this incredible feeling of isolation and uh, um, something magical was about it. And just you know, we I, I totally loved the place. Location usually is most important part for um, for for the for the film that I'm trying to make. Usually, it's it's really as it has its own personality. Yes, and that that atmosphere. Um, you're doing a lot of short films, Gleb. When are we going to see you in feature films? I am working on a feature ah. script. I'm hoping uh, there's there are a few stories of, um, on my table, so I'm trying to concentrate um, and you know make at least one at least you know and and and. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping to do that. But uh, short film format is definitely exciting. It's uh, it's very challenging, and uh, it's it kind of it kind of uh, proves a concept in a way, and uh, um, and it's easier to make. Uh, the feature is definitely something that I keep in mind, though. Um, finding the right people who would help me out to raise enough um, funds to do this, and I am actually in the process of uh, of of, uh, of Summarizing this uh, short film, extending it in the feature uh, in feature length, so probably oh. it will come across. Yeah, I-, I could see that, can't you, oh, Greg absolutely. and Laurie? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, what what brought you into filmmaking, Gleb? Um, well, in the past, I was a physicist, so I have masters in physics, and uh, um, that was 
1994 when I came to New York, and uh, it was my immigration process with my parents. It was really, it was really uh, kind of a strange, uh, you know, as you can imagine, the immigration process takes a lot of energy. So for 10, 15 years, I was working in uh, computer science, finance, the analytics type of uh, <laughs> world, and uh, that world completely kind of locked me up. Uh, my creativity, and um, yeah. and I always wanted to be a filmmaker. I kind of not that I always wanted to be a filmmaker. I wanted to make films. Films were extremely attractive to me since I was a child, and um, I never would let myself dive into that world because it was never the right place and time, and you know it was not even on the table. But then it was a moment about six years ago when I kind of stopped. And basically, <clears throat> ask myself if I'm not if I'm not doing this now, then I will probably never going to do this again. And, mm-hmm. and so I just pushed everything that I was doing for like thirteen, fifteen years of of being in this country, and I felt like this was a good fresh start. So my first film was about that fresh start in a way about I this, see. you know, kind of a. It was very abstract film, actually. It was called The Price of Unconscious Mind, and, yes. and, and it started from the man hanging on the cliff, and uh, he was pulled by gravity down into the ocean, and then he was trying to get out, and then one of his arms turns into a fish and pulls him even further. Of course. And, yes. <laughs> of course, as one does. And then, and then he just naturally attaches the arm and drops it in the water and just kind of like survives with one, with one arm. So that was my allegorical story about how I felt. I was trying to gauge the fish inside of me, and then eventually I managed to do so. And I think I think I'm happy right now more than I ever been. And uh, <laughs> you know, the, well, I have two arms. That's that's the, yes, that's true. Yes. Um, that's, and that's you're in, you're you're definitely in love with the visual, the art of the visual. We can see that a very very beautifully portrayed film clip. Osatinsky, thank you for being with us this morning. I I, I just want to say, Gregory Allen and Laurie Chalk, you're doing such fantastic work providing us really and leading down leading us down this path of the art of the short film so we all need to get online mm-hmm. can you tell us please lori where to go for tickets as if festival a s i f f e s t i v a l dot com and get your tickets now for this saturday night november 12th it starts at 7:30 and it will be a spectacular evening of film viewing and fun. And, Greg, the audience will be able to vote at the end on their favorite film? They will. Oh. It'll be part of the program. They'll be able to to make their choices um, by the end of the night. This is fantastic. Well, you two are doing great work, and, and keep it going at the Irvington Town Hall Theater. Let me get that right. <laughs> this beautiful theater that everyone really needs to acquaint themselves with. And is there anything else you'd like to say in in um, you know summing this up about your wonderful short film festival, we are we are presenting films that you, the audience, our audience, Pamela's audience, would otherwise not have the privilege of seeing. So do come and see these gems 
of films. All right, and we will. I'll make sure. Gregory Allen and Laurie Chalk, thank you for being with us. Everyone come out to see this short film festival in Irvington. We all love it. And thank you for being my guest on Center Stage. And the curtain is now down. Thank you.